Fatigue, eh? Um, so Persona Three Reload, um, that is the basically next Persona, not mainline game. Um, so I, I think generally the phrase mainline is like the core series and the original version of the core series. So if I'm operating under that definition, Persona 3 Reload will be another spinoff. I believe the third or fourth spinoff since Persona 5 uh, debuted six years ago. Um, So Atlas has been getting it in. This is what I wanted because I felt like if you were going to move on to the future, we really needed to end this era. I like to think that Persona 3 and 4 have an era, and then 5 is loosely connected to 3 and 4. Like, I, I, I do believe legitimately that, like, 3 and 4 are, like, twins, basically, sister and brother, um, and they even have games that include the two, of course. And then 5 is, like, because threes sound better to us as people, we kind of made those that. Th- Excuse me, I just put down some bubbly. Try the bubbly, the fucking vitamin water. So I'm going through it right now. It's making me bubbly, but um, it, it made it into a, a triplet of sorts, which I really don't think it is. I think those two work together well because. Three, partially because of when it came out and the graphics, is so dark and grimy. And then four is so fucking stylized and glitzy and glamoury and yellowy. Those two work so well. And then five is kind of like this mesh between the two premises. So I can see why people, I guess, like five feels like an in-between. Five is very dark tonally. But the colors really pop. But also, I mean, it came out in 2017. And the remaster came in 2020. And the graphics are just gorgeous in comparison to 3 or 4. Uh, all that being said, we have 3 Reload, which seeks to, I would imagine, still keep the very dark tones of Persona 3 story-wise and um, content matter while making it uh, visually close to what we have now. I already looked through a good bit of this article. I just kind of had the idea of doing a reaction once I kind of looked through and saw some pretty big changes. And I just wanted to react to them, literally. Um, so I'm going to just scroll through here. This is pretty much the best uh, page for summarizing changes that I've seen to date. Maybe once the product is ready to come out, we get another article like this from, you know, maybe a reputable game site or even a Reddit that just compiles differences. Because, I mean, there's going to be a ton of differences that actually we don't notice until we get into the game itself. And people can kind of play around and notice like Easter eggs and stuff like that. But for the most part, it seems like there's some pretty major ones that have already been discussed. So one thing to keep in mind, and I think this threw me off. I initially heard about this game. is that this remake is based off of the original P3, which nobody played. Uh, rather than fucking FES or Portable, which most people... Essentially, Portable is the one that has been passed around from console to console... Uh, since the uh, kind of opening of the borders from Atlas's personas to the rest of the video game market. So, 
portable, the one that people know the most, obviously has a female character, which does not, I will just kind of spoil one thing, it does not happen, uh, and it says it right here. The female protagonist will not be in this thing. Uh, the answer, I think, is exclusive to FES. Yeah. So I never got to play the answer. Uh, I hear it was worthwhile content, but I never got to play it because I never had FES, which is, I think, PS2 in of itself, maybe. Let me see. Episode of Persona 3, which teaches the end of the journey. I believe the journey is what Persona 3 actually ends up at, where, you know, the protagonist saves everybody and then dies. Um... I'm going to make sure to put, like, spoiler alert, I guess, in this, because hopefully you guys, like, play Persona 3 first. Uh, it's recommended to play the journey first. Furthermore, the content, the essence scenario is mainly combat-oriented and does not involve any daily life or daily life or social mechanisms. Um, and basically, yeah, it's kind of some bullshit. Um, <laughs> not particularly necessary by any means. But, yeah, this is... This is, and we the thing that was fucked up thing about it was that we thought it was gonna keep up like the um the gym or color not not gym the the color tradition with P fives and its spinoff. So we just hope like P five red or P five crimson. And when you saw like P five R, which I think the trademark was P five R. That's how we find out about the stuff first. It's trademarks usually. Uh, people are saying P five red and ended up being P five royal. Uh, I believe it's P five V royal, but. Whatever. Um, so it'll be over for launch on Microsoft's Game Pass subscription service. Dude, being an Xbox gamer is pretty fucking nice. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, P4, or P4, PS4, PS5, PS4. Oh shit. I'll get into the graphics later in this in this um, this list. And yeah, no Switch. I heard it was revealed that it was gonna be no Switch. So here's some of the changes from the original P3. Again, not comprehensive, but a, um, I mean, we are at the point where like the game is pretty much finished development. If it's coming out in early 2024, uh, then more likely just about everything has been polished by this point with it being August 2023. Um, yeah, I can't really, I don't know like the phases of game development, but I mean, by this point, the, the product itself is pretty much be finished, especially the game aspects of the product, like maybe some translations translating might still be in like happening right now getting it from it's going to natively be japanese but getting it from japanese to the english markets blah blah blah. maybe that's the last step of the whole process but i mean i can't really think even that because well not not necessarily like like doing the subtitles is what i mean like the subtitles the vocal work has probably already been done a long time ago but the actual subtitles that you would put into the game. Maybe that's being done right now. Not sure, but um, the actual core game is definitely done by now. So the game's aesthetics have been overhauled, including character designs and sprites, the GUI, map models, and their contents. Specific additions include a mini-map, an objective's bar below the date, and moon phase, and NPCs that fill the halls in Gecko and uh, High School. So this is the advent of the mini-map. This is going to feel... Like, it's pretty much necessary to have a mini-map. I'm not sure if P3FES had anything like this because P3FES was uh, basically like more or less like it was um, it was you could move in it, I guess like it's a open it's a hub right I don't know if it had a mini map I'm guessing that it didn't uh, P4 
Golden did, I think. I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> I'm going to look that up on my phone while I think about this. Uh, P5 obviously did. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a necessary addition. They're going to go open world, which they obviously did. So uh, we're cool with that, obviously. Um, I think it's cool that they have an objectives bar because P5... Does P5 have a Jackson's bar? I don't know if it, if it... I'm trying to think on top of my head, but... By the way, it's 5 a.m. I'm tired of shit right now, so I just wanted to get that out the way. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if it has... I think it does. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's the top right. Okay. I'm sorry, bro. I'm faded right now. That that, that type, top right text in Persona is the objective's bar, which... Is in P5, P5R, even in P5S. So that's cool that they have that. I mean, I think that's a, a pretty big thing. Uh, it's going to be below the moon phase, which is important because I think every time there's a full moon, that's when fuckery happened in P3, I want to say. Is that P4? I think it might have been P3 and P4. I don't know. Uh, and NPCs, yeah, I mean, got to have some people there, of course. People that you just walk right through, uh, cell shaded nobodies, basically. Uh, I have 50% left. We gotta hurry the fuck up. Uh, so newly arranged music. I didn't like this because I like some like kind of the, I like the, 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 um, so mainly the, the song I'm thinking about in my head is the one I would play when you come back into the hotel at night. Well, I think it was that night and day by that little like rapidy Korean bullshit. They got rap Korean bullshit. I like that song a lot, man. The only problem is that, like, P3 had, like, five fucking songs. And that shit got repetitive very goddamn quickly. There might have been different songs for the dungeons, but, like, the dungeons were so fucking boring, I didn't even, like, listen. I didn't even, like, think of the music, if that makes sense. So it's not, like, we're missing out on anything in particular. It's just I'm, I'm going to miss that one song, the hotel song. The rest of the, the, the songs in there, I don't even remember. It's just that one song is so infectious, you kind of have to remember it. Um... New, new animated cutscenes, but some original scenes have been remade in 3D. Makes sense. I mean, it was something that's iconic. They're going to just kind of, you know, keep that around. I can guarantee you, like, the last scene where Aegis, or Aegis, I don't know, how to, I forgot how to pronounce, Aegis, like, holds the protagonist while, like, while he's dying, and, like, the very end of this, this series, or the very end of the game. I guarantee that comes back. I guarantee that shit. Uh, Japanese voices were recorded from scratch, so the distinction here is that the Japanese voices were recorded from scratch. However, the English version record or features an entirely new voice cast. So I'm taking it to mean that the Japanese voices are going to be the same as before, which I don't know what they sound like because they're listening in in dub, I guess, quote unquote. I'm not fucking like Persona is one of those things where like I think even if I like followed it in sub, like I'm not like reading and playing a fucking game like i'm just gonna like i'm a big anime dude but like i'm not gonna like play a sub fucking game i'm just not doing that shit bro i'm not i'm not doing. i need to hear that shit and the dub is fucking good at persona like some of the voices kind of get a little bit weird and get changed around and shit like that depending like the adaptation but like when they're consistent they're pretty good the one thing i hated like the worst dub voice i've ever heard from persona was Chie Satanaka and uh the original persona voice actor for her. I actually liked the, the new one better. 
the older one sounds like a fucking like yo. Um, am I tripping? Anyway, let me just keep on going, dude. I'm just gonna keep on going. Uh, English version dialogue is slightly changed. The games are localized in 13 languages, only in subtitle form. Uh, the frame rate has been improved from 30 to a stable 60 and 4K support. Uh, I don't think it's going to get to 4K for most people because, you know, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's going to be the case. But um, I don't know. To me, like, a stylization of this does not look as good as Persona 5 Royal. Like, it looks like, I mean, it's rebuilt from the ground. It's not like just a um, upscale. Like, yeah, it's not just upscaled or, you know, whatever for Persona 3. It's like a rebuilt game. So it's not like it's, it it should be just as good looking as Persona 5 Royal. And it says the scale is set to match. But I feel like Persona 5 Royal, like, looks better than, than Persona 3. Maybe I just like Persona 5 Royal's, like, art style better. I don't know. Uh, new side stories have been added for certain characters, except from the social mechanic. Something that we had in Persona Five uh, World to some degree. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'd say, say stories. We had like uh, quests, basically, and uh, activities, and uh, the jazz mechanics and stuff like that. Maybe not stories per se, but they're, they're definitely side events. Uh, class questions have been changed. Uh, SLs can no longer be broken, and criteria for reversing have been mellowed. So, I only had this happen once when I played, to my memory, when I played Persona 3 Portable. Um, I had, I think, one relationship that got broken. I don't remember how that happened. But it was, it was a, a romantic one that I think got broken. I don't know if it's because I like, did another relationship or what, but um, there were actually like penalties for social links in that game. I didn't know to what extent until like just recently, but no other Persona game after hassles, I think. I don't think P4G has penalties for... I know there's that penalties for multiple relationships. I did multiple relationships. But I don't think it has penalties for, like, fucking up answers or... Uh, one one thing that I think you can have in P3 is that if you don't talk to somebody for a while, you can have a regression or social link. I think that's the thing that's in P3 original. Uh, Tartars has a new map and significantly more details and parts. Uh, has breakable objects. So basically, like, P5 adjacent, I guess. Uh, keep in mind, P3 was importable, a fucking top-down, like, just side-scroller. Um, I even side-scroller, like, they fucking, like, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but, um, P3 in PlayStation 2, I'm not sure. I mean, it was, it was a hub game. Um, like a sandbox game, so I'm not sure how that looked like there. I'd imagine it's actually kind of open world, you can move around in it. But, um, as for anything with P3 portable, it was just a fucking screen you clicked on, basically. Uh, the p- protagonist can dash while it's wait, wait, you can move around in P3's uh, P3 portal because you had the the protagonist that you could pull it behind dudes and then hit them with the fucking the stick. See, you could move around, and it's just the design was so fucking pedantic and and um, persistently boring that maybe that's what throwing me off. But yeah, you could move around in P3's. Done. Listen, dude, I'm fucking slumped, dude. This I hope this is entertaining somebody because I'm fucking tired, bro. Uh, the protagonist can dash while exploring dungeons. Condition system where party members can be, become tired or times to be removed. Um, 
I think that might be something that really pisses people off. Because these are like stylized choices, right? Like these are things that you do to make to give more of a challenge. And P three is more of a challenge, in my opinion, than the other P's going forward. Mainly mainly because of the simple fact that like P three is less has less quality of life updates. Makes sense, obviously. But shit like having to battle a tiring system adds a little bit of flair that like there's not a replacement for that in the succeeding games. Um in the succeeding games, there's no like um status effect that prevents you from going to and really, what 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 being tired does is it doesn't prevent you from going to dungeons. It just makes your performance worse. Like as I recall, if you were like sick, which is a status, if you were sick, you would take more damage, deal less damage. I think you could fix it by going to the bathroom, looking in the mirror. I think you also could take like medicine or something like that that could get you right. And it would be like an it would be an inherent like kind of nudge to get sleep. Because if you got sleep, it will improve your condition. There's like basically sleeping is almost invalidated activity in P4 and especially P5 and especially P5 Royal. There's like no reason to ever sleep in those games unless you like just were like in the end game, you had nothing else to do. But even then, like the P5 Royal, just theoretically, like. You used to always have something to do every night. I mean, there's so many activities. There's trophies. There's just no reason to ever sleep in those games. So the, kind of the, the condition system kind of made it to where, like, you had a real reason to have that mechanism. As it is now, you would just, like, remove sleeping as an activity. It's a possible activity in this game outside of, like, needing to progress the story in, um, in locked circumstances. And you'd probably be straight, honestly. Uh, there's a point where if you, you know, if you've unlocked this, I forgot what social link it was. I think it was Kawakami's. But basically, you can have it where, like, you don't really need to abide by the, um, you're, you went to the, you went to the dungeons today, so you have to, like, go to sleep shit. We have to, like, at least stay in the crib. You know, shit like that. That becomes invalidated by Kawakami's social link in P Five Royal, which that I don't think that is just the previous to that game. Like that's like a brand new addition to that entire series is the ability to just like kind of circumvent the uh, quote unquote fatigue factor of palaces or dungeons or whatever Tartarus. But even then, like, even if you stay in the crib, you can usually find something to do in the crib in the previous games. Sleeping just isn't valid. It just doesn't matter. It's good you can dash, though. You can dash. Um, they have different victory poses, like P5. And it's kind of kind of like the... Um, after somebody gets a kill, and then, like, it flashes to the character before uh, showing SP and stuff like that. Uh, protagonist can give direct orders to his allies. I believe that was something that could be done in Persona 3 uh, Portable, but not in P3 FES. 
Some shield properties have been changed, and the learn pools of party members have been rebalanced. I'm guessing this refers to experience? I guess. Like, kind of how, uh, how SP is generated or distributed? I guess. Uh, that's all I can think about. Um, research of this game started in 2019 and started actual development late the same year. So basically in 2019, they were finalizing, I mean, by late 2019, P4 or P5 Royals pretty much like a finalized product, but they were releasing P5R. They had worked on Strikers, I think, around the same general time, like, around the same time, I think, in the same, like, cycle, but a different studio than, um, than who worked on P3 or P5R. So P5, SP5 are ready to go. They have P5 Tactica, which is out now. Um, and they have been actively working on P6 for a while. So, yeah, Atlas has been going crazy with games, too. You got to really, like, pat them on the back. They've been keeping shit fucking just galvanized out there. Uh, so they want to play on a similar sale as P5. Yep, yep, yep. Reload, transfer the abbreviation R, similar P5 World, the definitive edition of the game. It also implies the re- re- meaning of a remake, but P3 remake was not chosen. It wasn't interesting. Reload <laughs> uh, specifically chose as already commonly used in games, but the master sticks to the Persona series. Reload was also picked due to a vocal having for by Gun. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. As the main story based their roles around an ensemble drama. That looks so fucking beautiful, dude. I guess. Um, the graphics. The colors just feel very uh, P3-ish. Let me make sure the colors still feel very P3-ish. The font feels like P3-ish. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let's continue going through here. Uh, the models. The models look pretty much equal more or less like the mo- and the models is in like the uh, the kind of dialogue uh, characters looks pretty similar I would say in terms of this like the I don't know man am I am I off like this actual world does not feel comparable I won't say not comparable but it feels a little bit like lesser than than Persona 5 or I don't know I could be wrong about that maybe it's just they're trying to make it look similar to what you would expect out of P3 and not. And this looks good, though. This, like, this looks really good. It just looks good in, like, a... I don't know. It looks good in a different way. It's a different art direction in P5. I think that's what it really is. I think I'm just more privy to P5's art direction than this. But this looks good. Like, this is very defined. Like, individual bricks... Uh, the way the fucking shading looks like on the font, um, like the model look, the model plays well. I mean, like the models for the NPCs looks decent. I mean, it, it's not bad looking at all whatsoever. I, I mean, I feel like the HUD is definitely like not as good as the HUD for P5R, and then the I could see where somebody would like not be a fan of the like. The font stylization for the weekend, like I, this, looks a little bit, a little bit quirky. I will say a little bit quirky. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's just different. It's not bad. It's just different. 
I but I think P five OG is or Royal is so fucking cutting edge in terms of like how it looks, dude. So I don't know, man. It, it looks amazing. Uh, the largest amount of voice lines in the Persona series, um, and it's the first Persona game to be re rate me fucking radio moment. This is the first Persona game to be remade in Persona. Dude, I'm like faded right now, bro. I'm cooked, dude. Um, and this is what I want to end on here, right here. So, Persona 3 will never have a definitive version that sucks. This is my interpretation. I realized, like, the female character was not going to be part of this or the answer. It's basically the pro- prevalent reason to play out of those two games outside of, like, them being uh, updates onto the original series or the original game is that they had different paths, basically, different offerings. Um, if you play P5... Royal, you're getting everything that you would get out of P5 OG. There's nothing that's really lost in that transition. Nothing of consequence, really. Uh, Persona 4 Golden improves off Persona 4. So, Persona 3 um, has two different passives at this point. Two different reasons to own two different, entirely different Persona games. And now we have a third game that well, also, I mean, this will be the definitive edition if you only played the original Persona 3, which, like I said, that's not the case for the majority of people. The majority of people have experienced Persona 3 in a way that is different in either of those games. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maki Man of Lower Features added in Persona 3 FES and Persona 3 Portable. Um, makes you realize there will never be truly definitive version of Persona 3, and that sucks. Uh, ostensibly the fourth version of Persona 3. Yeah, the, the original was gone. Um, instead of upload to the story, upload to the story that's a story of playthrough. Uh, great moments. And then Portable. This is the one that's been ported to basically all platforms. Doesn't have the answer, but allows you to play as the female protagonist. And, uh, she is also playable in one of the, uh, little... I forgot, I don't even know the cues are. Alright, so the other AirPod died as well, which I expected to happen pretty fucking. Yeah, so that's pretty fucking crazy. Um I expect that to happen pretty soon. So no AirPods. Um there's a bunch of other differences, but their point is that no matter which version of 23 you chose to play, you'd be missing out on a feature set only as the other one. And Unfortunately, that's going to be the case. There's not going to be a P3RR. Unfortunately, man. That is the unfortunate case. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's tough because, like, no other P offers a female protagonist. So that makes P3P one, it's like, it's one of a kind, is really, it's so individualized in of itself. And, um, you know, I mean, it's going to be a certain subset of people that, uh, there's a lot of people that are, of, I don't want to say like marginalized groups, but basically marginalized groups that really identify with having a female protagonist. There's not too many JRPGs of this ilk that are very anime-esque. Which, I mean, I know Japanese role-playing game 
anime. But like, for some degree, it's like playing a fucking anime. Like those types of JRPGs. It's not too many like, like, that really give you the woman perspective. So I understand why so many people really like that. And again, it's one of a kind. There's no other P. I've played P4. I've played P4OG. I've played P5. I've played P5R. I've played P5S. I'm not going to play P1 or P2. I refuse it. Um, maybe they have female protagonists. I don't know. But they don't count. I'm saying fucking... <laughs> they just don't. No one thinks about those two games, dude. They're like the fucking ugly stepchildren. I'm sorry. Um... This one just fucking uh, was the modern persona that had a few protagonists, and people like that shit. Dude. No, it's not. That's not happening. There's not. They're not remaking a fucking remake. That's not. This is it. This is the end game, brother. Um, they might do a. If they do, you know, I will say right now, they do a version for Switch that has a female protagonist. That's going to be fucking bonkers. Because I tell you right now, it's going to be a lot of people that get pissed if that happens. There's going to be a lot of people that get fucking livid if that happens. That they bought an inferior version. Because they're going to think of it as inferior. Like it's going to be like, we'll trade a female protagonist for like fucking way better graphics in every kind of possible capacity and better performance. Uh, a lot of people would honestly make that trade in a heartbeat for to get the, the Switch version. A lot of people would do that. A lot, a lot of Persona fans would do that. I'm just telling you right now. A lot of Persona fans would rather have the film protagonist than have um, stable 60 FPS and 40K or 4K fucking uh, display. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not sure they would take, like, Whatever the fuck the switch looks like, I'm sure the switch is like fucking like 720, some shit like 320. I don't, I don't fucking, <laughs> I don't know. But like, they would treat that in a heartbeat, dude. Um, so yeah, this is what this is like. What I opened up with. I'm gonna end here. Uh, Persona is in an interesting spot right now, despite the glut of ports, remakes, and spinoffs. It feels like we're nearing the end of this chapter for the series. We have Persona Five Tactica coming in November. Reload in 2024, and the mobile Persona 5, the Phantom Minutes, which will probably be making its way to the West at some point. But these feel like the end of an era, a kind of holding pattern before the franchise's next evolution. We know that the core leadership between the P3 to P5 trilogy formed a new team inside of Atlas years ago called Studio Zero, and Metaphor Re Fantasio is their first project. This includes director Katsura Hashino, character designer Shigenori Sojima, Composer Shoji Meguro. Though Persona 6 has not been announced yet, it's undoubtedly been in development for quite some time. And with new blood making up its leadership, it'll be fascinating to see if it feels like another gradual evolution of familiar formula, or a complete redesign similar to how a new mainline Final Fantasy game feels completely different from what came before it. I bet you guys thought I couldn't fucking read for shit. I can. I don't need a stutter to read. I just choose to be unable to fucking read without stuttering. Anyway, that's basically what I kind of opened up when I'm going to end it on there. Uh, this could definitely be a thing where you could perceive it as a trilogy. And if you're telling me that they've had the same team generally working on P4 and 5 they had on P3, then I guess it is a trilogy in a sense. Either way, like I said, I think this is an era that's about to end with these last few like kind of drips of the 
Persona 5 uh, IP and closing out P3 and P4 by getting them onto modern platforms. And they've done all they need to do at this point. They've given us more than what we asked for when we kind of had this whole uh, adventure that we embarked on since really Persona 4 Golden. Uh, this feels like a, a 11, 12 year um, almost Marvel Phase-esque well, I guess it'd be more of a Marvel Saga-esque like time executed. They did their thing. Uh, we got good games. We got great graphics. And the Western market has gotten a um, an entry into JRPGs that has not existed previously. Uh, outside of the Final Fantasy lines, which are more fighting games and things of that ilk, we have never gotten this type of more novel-esque anime games to see the way it has in the, the Daganropa or Daganropa of the world. Um, this was the first that type of game to succeed in this market. I'm glad that they did because we need more weeb-ass shit in America, of course. That's it for me. 35 plus minutes later. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, see you later.